0: What's up, Jonah? Let's talk about FCC!
1: What's up, world? It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. Shockingly, bulk. After an FCC win with victorious episode 94 of Knifey, Knifey Lion, Lion radio. radio. My name is Jonah, fan of a team that won a game. Joining me today, bunkered in a COVID-free basement a few miles west of here, it's the indoor instigator, Zach. Good day. Good evening. It's Saturday. Spreading his microbes all over Zach's mic, it's Nick from soccer. Hola. Come va? Today, we cover the thrilling one nil Beat down against Atlanta United in the FCC recap. recap. A recap. lot of saliva. Strewn about that, we'll drop Sam. some next level <clears throat> FCC, FCC headlines. headlines. And whoa, my! Publications across the nation have so much to say. We'll pick our FCC Man. of the week, pound our chest with Tackle Smash, juke out nobody with. Oh, you're mad because I'm styling on We'll them. give our Jeff props to those who deserve to stay with Zach's all-time favorite segment, FCC Survivor. <laughs> ah. a more, A more subdued, ah, because I'm upstairs. The children are sleeping. Those are always the best. Kevin will say roughly 60 seconds of words with a brand new. More segments? You got it. Nobody can cut through the BS and give the gods honest truth, especially after when win, more than our own beat man, Chuck Hatch. We're going to talk to him and get the real deal in a brand new. And finally. Potpourri. Folks! The last time we had a KLR following a victory of any kind was September 15th, 2019. Never forget. Wow. wow. Freelance MLS writer Tom Bogart, a.k.a. Tom Bogus, questioned FCC fans' excessive, quote, victory lap following Thursday's win. September 15th, 2019, Tom. Hope you dressed for the elements, because your lame ass just got kicked out of the John Hart's Cave, Cave of, wonders. of Wonders. Not that you were ever in... Guys. How
0: about you Nick? Did you see Tom Bogart's tweet? I did not. No. Let's let's hear
1: it. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> you I, just, did I you do. really not see it. I do have it at the bottom. Yeah, didn't you see my heartfelt response? Here's Tom Bogart, Mr. Mustache. I've been as optimistic about FC Cincinnati relative to their situation expectations as anyone, but the victory lap some supporters are taking on the win taking on the win over ATL is something different. What about the game is replicable? A win is good, but what about the performance felt good? Hey, Tom, blow it out your ass. Nick, thoughts, instant reaction.
0: Yeah, well, wasn't a wasn't a very good performance to his credit, but uh, wrong. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. But but you know, I mean, w- what do, what are we what are we trying to do? Like uh, piss on all the FC supporters right now because we're happy we won a game? Get fucked.
1: Thanks. You brought it back a little bit at the end. Um, what did I miss? What was the victory lap? I didn't remember anybody like dunking on Atlanta like, man down. Fuck you. Zach, thoughts, expectations. Sorry, not that last word. That doesn't make sense. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, he said he was just looking out for us so we don't get our hopes up too much. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Yeah, Tom, no backtracking, please. Um It's Saturday night. Zach Nick how's your basement set up describe it for the world Amelia um well I've got one finished room
2: in my basement it's not really big enough to like if me and Nick were really social distancing we would not be in this room together um I'm facing the computer Nick's facing the other wall that way our saliva is going different directions I noticed while Nick was talking, though, he's turning his head completely sideways to look at the waves going. So uh, that will probably be a pretty quiet first comment from Nick. Uh,
1: Face the got... mic, Nick. Face <laughs> the mic. The
2: uh, child is sleeping upstairs. That's why I've got the doors open. So the cat will be able to come in, but I need to be able to hear my
0: screaming baby. See, see if you guys can catch us on a mic.
1: Mm. That was next got white a claw. 30 ounce white claw <laughs> if you thought that was a white claw you're right last time i pointed this out before but we had the cat episode where the cat kept making noise but then when i got zach's mic recording you couldn't hear the cat at all <laughs> i sounded like an idiot i kept referencing the cat noises nobody could hear any of them oh but first this is important You guys don't even know about this. Why not get rewarded for things you already do? Fifth Third Bank introduces the Equity FlexLine MasterCard for real-life rewards with each $3 spent. Whether you're a fan of the beautiful game or every sport is just the same, (laughs) you don't want to miss out on the 5,300 real-life rewards bonus points you'll get just for signing up. Fifth Third is the official banking partner of Knife Eliam Radio, two institutions that are Cincy at their core. Find out more at 53.com and sign up for your Flexline Mastercard today. Fifth Third and KLR, that's a partnership you can take to the bank. Did you guys even know about that? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Sounds like big money. I just follow the money. It's the carrot dangling in front of this donkey. I'd go right off a cliff for Fifth Third at this point. (laughs) Love those guys. They have no affiliation with FCC, but if you're associated with me... The brand is strong <laughs> nick are we are we doing individual direct deposits <laughs> um i'm not sure how i'm gonna flex it out i might do it based on words spoken on episodes oh shit i guess that's bad for saying. <laughs> <laughs> well first we'll start with appearances <laughs> then we'll work our way down chat will get even split with you nick but uh wow this flex line <laughs> mastercard it's too nick, good to be true <laughs> i don't mean to put pressure on you nick but uh
2: Mayor told Jonah, headlines, that's my least favorite segment. And then she said, well, I like yours. Which, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> which means she, she just hates
1: ours. I'm Thanks, sure hey, Mare. To be fair, I'm sure she actually does hate mine, too. I, I read, when she said she didn't listen, I went back and I read them all off. Her I don't think there was one audible chuckle. Anyways. <laughs> Let's dive headfirst into a warm, shallow pool with the FCC Recap. 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 And like I said, we'll hear headlines throughout. Do you have your headlines ready? When I get to a moment in the game, will you be mentally there with your headlines? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a yes from Nick, I think that was. I heard in the cavern. The boys in Perpetual White set their alarms for fun as FCC played the earliest game in their history, a 9 a.m. showdown with arch rivals Atlanta United. Atlanta's last team SEC faced before the pandemic. A 2-1 nail-biter at Radiohead's The Benz. Like that Thursday's <laughs> breakfast ba- breakfast bash would prove. That's almost a headline. Much different. Before I get into the starting lineup, let's slow things down. Did uh, you guys hear that they're not ever going to be wearing their blue home uniform because it conflicts with the uh, blue screen that they place the ads on in the background? So they'll be wearing white the entire thing, even if they made it to the finals. Can you believe that? That yeah. yeah, really is something. <laughs> 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 I just think it's funny that, you know, they made their worst jersey ever and they're never going to wear it. But I guess that's something we should be happy about. The starting lineup presented by, you guessed it, Fifth Third Motherfuckers, <laughs> TT. Daplan, Andrew Gutman, Kendall Austin, Michael Van Der Adrian, Reggaeton, Caleb Stanko, Joe Jow, Frankie Amaya, Yu Yakubo. That's five new starters from Hell is Real. Estan must have seen one or two things he didn't like in that game. Zach, since you're returning, I'll give you the question that was built for you. What did, what you, did think? you think? What are you thinking now as you see it for the first time?
2: <laughs> oh baby. Um, well, I tell you what I thought. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see the starting lineup till right now. So, uh, hey. Big wholesale changes. <laughs> Looks pretty good. I uh, <laughs> I did see the injury list before the lineup came out, and uh, it was fucking substantial, so.
1: I think I thought, no, that seems about right. It's hard to know where Alan Cruz stands. Is it all injury, or does Dom have a thing? But Nick, you're looking at this. Vanderwerf's back. Joe Jow's back. Oh my gosh. What are you thinking, Nick. What are you thinking? Well, I was
0: thinking that obviously Lacati is not going to be starting for quite some time, or in the game for quite some time. We don't have uh, Dijon, and we don't have Cruz. So, to be honest with you, I'm looking through the lineup, and I'm thinking this is going to be a rough game. Honestly, what happened? The the final result I could never have predicted because I was thinking, uh, I don't know. I don't want, I guess it's. I guess it's a little harsh to say. I feel like we hit some of our B cast in there but uh (laughs) it just it just it wasn't it wasn't comforting i didn't i didn't have the warm
1: and fuzzies did you most of our team is a b team if you want to be real bad that's how i'm feeling these days um but i was don't you think uh
2: there's a couple members of the cst staff who saw the starting lineup and said that's what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) but that's gonna be a headline
1: (laughs) it would have been quite a headline but uh yeah, I was predicting not a blowout, but after that, anyone's guessed. Early on, though, one thing was clear. FCC was not here to get blown out again. Essentially a five-man backline. That's stats for you folks. FCC bunkered down and refused to be caught out. And you know what? I hate to be too early about it, but there's a headline about that. Did you guys see... I think go through my... Where are you? Oh, yeah. Woo. No. That's too soon for that one. <laughs> Super deep. You know, the first thing that did happen, though, in the game that I thought was hilarious, and I made a meme about it that really took off, just right to the top of the meme charts. P.T. Martinez, the big signing from two years ago, this guy can't really find his feet at all. Nick, did you see him fall? I did. I saw the lightning come down. I
0: I didn't catch it during the game, but I I caught it on Twitter Um, afterwards. I guess I was the only
1: one actually watching. Go
0: ahead. Boy, it just just felt like watching that. Atlanta's just watching it and thinking... Oh, this is a million dollars well-spent, just millions (laughs) well-spent. Then he had, I mean, he had a a pretty rough game the whole game. I mean, he was making some really errant passes and some falling all over. Like, he
1: looked out of sorts pretty much to me. But did you see this even harsher? This headline from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Did you guys see this? Yeah, I did. Steve Irwin's nightmare. Legless flapper Martinez slippery (laughs) stumbles and stabs ATL fans in the heart. Did you guys see that? (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's better out loud, but I didn't read it.
1: Legless flapper. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Disgusting. Yeah, but early on, before they got their first... um, Meow. But no one will hear that, so why even acknowledge there was a cat? (laughs) He
2: keeps thinking about coming in, then he takes a look at Nick, and then... Oh, wait, (laughs) wait, wait. wait.
1: In the 12th minute, ATL left back goes all deckle into Diplon and receives an early yellow card. Folks, this was a big deal. Because 14 minutes later, he takes down a streaking Joe Jow for a second yellow card. So after 26 minutes of action, ATL down to 10 men, SEC can now put on the gas. Did you see this headline? No. Joe (laughs) Jow. Hard foul on
2: Joe Jow. sets Cincinnati up for historic victory.
0: (laughs) Surprised another paper didn't write it myself. Well, actually, the Delaware Inquirer, if you can believe it, With a very similar article called Joe Jouch. Jou inflicts offensive pain to Atlanta United.
1: So he's giving and receiving. You love to see it. Mick, along with Zach, you watched the game. Take us through before that red card. As we were basically putting on the worst performance of Taylor Twellman's life, he just couldn't understand what was happening <laughs> as we sat back on our own half and made no attempts really to put anything together offensively. Were you uh, happy with what you were seeing or were you like, well, let's, let's, go, let's let's go down trying?
0: I, I had a bit of PTSD. In my sophomore year at LaSalle, we played Harrison High School. Now, if you're from the Cincinnati area, you probably realize that Harrison High School is not known for well, virtually any sports program, especially soccer. But they ended up beating us in a tournament because they literally parked the bus. They literally brought every player back on their defensive third of the field and frustrated us, ended up scoring a bullshit goal, ended up beating us. Terrible game. I got red carded. One of the worst <laughs> experiences of my life. But literally, I mean, and I mean, this was even said, uh, Yap even said this after the game, that you know he's being a realist, and that he's basically, in so many words, just really going for that 0-0 tie. <laughs> don't get scored on. Honestly, what he was trying to do was bring everybody back, have a very compact defense on our our side of the field, frustrate Atlanta, and honestly, they did get frustrated. I don't know if that's a master class or if that's just <laughs> dumb luck. It was definitely very bored. It was a very boring game, and it, it, it basically felt like Let's just not get scored on for 90 minutes and, and hope for a goal. And uh, wow, what do you know, that's, that's what happened.
1: The way they were set up before that and even some after was enough that our friends on the other coast had to talk about it. It was the Oakland Herald. This headline noted the strategy on display with this headline. Please, Kubo, don't hurt him. New man Yuya plays hammer as other 10 play backup dancers. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? Kubo, <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt him. Uh, I'm reading it now. No, I get it now. Okay, yeah. That is a good joke. Everybody else no. <laughs> sat back. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, so they were down a man after 26 minutes of really, I can't remember if we had anything going forward at all. We weren't really trying. And they didn't have anything substantial besides PD falling all over the place. We didn't quite put on the gas. FCC spent the rest of the first half refusing to change up the style they had decided on for an 11 v 11 match and kept on keeping on. Uh, near disaster. I, oh, please, please. God, yes. I will, I will interject here. I
0: will say Joe Jow, honestly, I mean, I know this was repeated time and time again by the commentators, but he was literally the spark plug for our team. Um, pretty, much, pretty much the whole game uh, with a couple others in the second half, but uh, he was the bright spot um, being threatening Playing some great through balls, taking on defenders one on one, giving some type of offensive threat to keep Atlanta kind of anxious and, and their back third. So I, I I think I think we should uh, not know I, th- I think we should probably honor that and at least say something about that.
1: Yeah, I we should come up with some kind of like player of the week segment or uh, something where we could <laughs> player of the half <laughs> something where we can acknowledge him. We'll see. Um, he didn't get much in the first half, and honestly. He was the only player doing something, and they should have been forcing it to him a little more than they even did. But, you know, hey, hindsight's twenty twenty, even though it was obvious at the time. But near disaster during first half stoppage time as TT's forced into two decent saves. Then PT Martinez, he, also known as the Flapping Stingray, won a penalty <laughs> kick, and it looked like our defensive dreams... Wheels were coming off. That's a good sense. Mm-hmm. Luckily, VAR saved the day, showing Barco was fractionally offside before crossing it at PT. A penalty attempt yanked away. Halftime called. And we could really take a breath. Zach, halftime. You got to be thinking we dodged a bullet, weren't you?
2: I was for sure. And I saw Charlie Hatch tweeted out. It wasn't. It's not a headline, What he said. STEM tactical masterclass. Credit it for a brilliant VAR penalty overturning. <laughs>
1: what can't this guy do? <laughs> Second half starts. SEC turned things up to a solid six, attempting to use their man advantage to their advantage. In yeah, the 60th minute, Joe Zhao, he have talked about earlier, makes a nice run forward, slips in Yuyakubo by the top right of the box, gets off a quick shot, forcing Brad Gozan into a save. Oh, my. That was the Joe Zhao that Nick was... Absolutely jizzing over and it was so good the headline writers at We get them from all sources folks. Okay, we don't discriminate. This is from the James McLaughlin Newsletter from his official website Or McLaughlin whatever you want to call him uh, and the headline was failure to launch Passive slow jows goes scoreless while begging teammates for help a united FC locker room cries out Jimmy Did you guys? <laughs> I thought I was a little <laughs> selfish And um, I think Nope that was a Charlie Hatch article He's freelancing for <laughs> Jimmy's website Slow Jow <laughs> <laughs> A United FCC locker room Cries out for Jimmy Absolutely In the 75th minute A shifty reggaeton, tone, <laughs> reggae tone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I think you left out He said slow Jow And
2: then called him Jimmy McLightning. That's what Sorry. I meant to do, sure.
1: <laughs> Where are we in this stupid game? Seventy-fifth minute. A shifty reggae tone. How much do you guys love that I play that little reggae tone clip every time? I like it. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, maneuvers around two defenders and finds Frankie Amaya who turns straight towards goal does a little jimmy, and curls in a jaw-dropping goal. Oh, my word. Zach, I'm sure you at least saw the goal. Frankie Amaya, somehow, oh, sure. first goal I ever. There's How'd a million
2: headlines about this. Um, I read one in the Las Vegas Gazette.
1: Yes. Are we human
2: or are we dancer? Amaya answers age-old question with
1: killer strike from outside the box. Fantastic. <laughs> that one sounds familiar. Nick, did you have any Frankie Amaya headlines? You know, I,
0: all the focus was on Frankie Amaya, but I actually came across this article uh, in the New York Post, uh, and it's, uh, Adrian Ragaton shows his on-field strength with huge Amaya hug. Because <laughs> that was, like, all he did? Vintage. <laughs> He actually had a nice turn before his pass. I yeah, don't even... was a,
1: it was a good ball. He slotted through. But uh, other than that, I'm not sure. That's not the only headline about that goal, though. <laughs> Take that, bear. <laughs> of yours, babe. Uh, Orlando Examiner had this headline: <clears throat> This one time at soccer camp, Amaya recreates American Pie after blasting one past Stifler's mom and cherry-popping raunchy route of ATL. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Our oh Maya, <laughs> is that a new one? <laughs> I was thinking. I was listening to a little bit of the Looney Bin the other day, and I noticed uh, the Nick doppelganger <laughs> using his Lucky Charms <laughs> Minnesota accent voice. Uh, uh, I have a doppelganger. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember what his name was. Um, <laughs> Rick the fcc lucky charm frank O'Maya. <laughs> it's a rainbow <laughs> ball into the goal uh yeah but uh frankie did score without using a headline okay this this cat is all tangled up okay we're good yeah <laughs> it's literally in the news uh nick how did it feel for you to see frankie finally get a goal and what a goal fantastic
0: yeah I, it was a it was a wonderful goal if it's gonna be your first goal uh, you might as well make, a, make a, a mark like that. I mean, I guess a little selfish part of me was thinking, like, how amazing it would be for him to get his first goal in front of a home crowd because it would just light the place up. But, I mean, he really came through for us. And, man, I, I tweeted his dad right away because, like, you know, I just felt like that was probably one of the happiest moments of his life, seeing his son score this amazing goal in the MLS. So it was great. And on first look, it looked wonderful, but – I think it was just really uh, not to take away from the goal, but I think Brad Guzan just wasn't really positioned very well. Um, but well, Guzan, again, not taking away. It was a great, great shot. Scored. I love it. Yeah, yeah, he also
2: he seemed to reach out with the left hand. and He should have reached with the right. That's one you got to save. You got to follow.
1: <laughs> yeah, Twelman called it a tap in. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, But fantastic, happy for Frank, happy for his family. I'm friends with his uh, mom, we talked at a game once, I don't know if you guys heard about that. FCC kept things compact and absorbed pressure for the rest of the game. In the 97th minute, J.J. Williams got a red card for kicking up at small, helpless young Kendall Waston and was sent off, with ESPN failing to censor most of his fucks. But after 10 minutes of stoppage time, FCC had done it. Their first win in eight years in a viable path towards advancing to the sweet 16 of MLS is back. Zach, what a huge win. Greatest win in franchise history. Undoubtedly, nothing else. No, for sure, there was a headline about it. This was on BBC Sports. Um,
2: is this the real life, or is this just a fan? To see supporters of the <laughs> Queen City soccer team celebrate their 1-0 victory, you might think that they are the champions, my friend.
1: Oh, the sad part is there was no room for an article after that. (laughs) Uh, There was also this one. This is from the Dutch Post. They were watching too. Stam in the place where you live. The Michael Stahype hype is off the charts as defensive FCC grabs three points. I'm just glad they didn't say anything racist. Oh, speaking of which, this is rough. I don't know about this one. Uh, this is from the, Minis- <laughs> the Mississippi Morning Sun. They had this headline. Waston blows it again. <laughs> Kendall allows hardworking Vanderwerf to commit penalty in the box. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> wow did you, did you see the near penalty? Because, I mean, what was Waston doing letting Vanderwerf take that side and forcing him into a late challenge?
2: Exactly. seems lazy, lazy to me lazy
1: positioning <laughs> uh i don't know if you guys saw but it was the battle cry of reddit and facebook still the anger towards watson has carried over from the last agreeably bad game to this game where i did not really take note of him one way or another but apparently many people did our shutout not good enough watson's gotta go nick you were h- harsh on him after the last game did you see anything in this game that uh
0: yeah, there was. I mean, th- this wasn't like a game where we were getting like heavily pressured like the game before. So I guess my focus was kind of off our back line and more in our midfield and uh, Medinian especially, and trying to see what we were trying to create up top. But nah, nothing stuck out to me at all. But yeah, I do agree. I mean, that's kind of bullshit letting somebody else make that tackle in the corner of the box <laughs> where Vandervert plays. <laughs> that's bullshit. But hey, you know, we're just doing like a, uh, the post game analysis, like reading some of these post analyses on this game. I came across this one uh, in the Wisconsin Wire. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's uh, Yap Slap, Stam Outclasses DeBoer in 11v9 Clinic.
2: <laughs> that reminds me of a, the Down the Hatch. This is the headline for Down the Hatch. That's uh, Charlie Hatch's article. Maybe we should ask him about that later. Sure. Um, 10 Men? Nine Men? With Stam at the helm, we could have beaten seven or eight men. <laughs>
1: that's, Char- that's Charlie's one. not afraid to make bold <laughs> I predictions. I need to read that.
2: Here's, <laughs> this is from the Rhode Island Times. Nice. They love soccer. They interviewed our uh, our trainer for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> the headline was, I don't know much, but I know I love you. Gary Neville's former clubs, former trainer, says one-nil victory over nine-man Atlanta may be all he needs to know.
1: <laughs> it's a deep pull, especially when I know you hate Aaron Neville's. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourself? I gotta write this one down. Zach, what's your big takeaway from the win?
2: Well, I did get to finally watch the highlights um, (laughs) right before Nick got here. I haven't seen a second of live action yet. Dude, a spiraling life and um, (laughs) just being at work for this game.
1: So uh, this Wednesday I'll watch. Nick, where do you rank this game, this master class? In terms of just pure fact that we won the
0: game, I guess you could put it in our top ten for sure. Yeah, I mean is, really it was
2: 10v10 10 because 10 we only have 10 players in the field
1: yeah that's something that doesn't get talked about nearly enough <laughs> that's a very good point um, there's one last headline I don't know if you guys saw this if you guys were at the doctor recently with your kids it was in Highlights Magazine <laughs> kids can't get COVID maskless Gary Walker wanders Disney World but gets rejected at <laughs> Space Mountain <laughs> <laughs> So he found his name, I said, <laughs> Folks, don't tell he's short. Uh, always shocking when you see a guy that short who's jacked. Just kidding. Um, let's move on. FCC Man. of the week. Who gets a one-on-one advisory session with one of Fifth Third's top analysts? Because that's the prize this week, folks. It's something you're not going to want to miss out on. There's a few obvious choices. Nick, I'll let you go first. Hit me with something special. Who's your man of the week? Got to go with Joe Zhao. <gasps> got to. I know uh,
0: Amaya's got the goal. You know, I know he's, he's the hero, but Joe Zhao put in the intensity, put in the, the, the hard work down the, down the line, uh, was threatening, playing balls into space, playing through balls, taking on defenders. Just was really imp- That was probably the most impressive Joe Zhao outing that i think i've ever seen in his uh, time with SC cincinnati
1: so okay. zach who's your fcc man of the week
2: i'm gonna put my faith in nick and go with <gasps> joe
1: jow wow joe jow well i'm friends with the amaya family they like all my tweets so just let it be known i would have said frank because without him scoring that goal the score would have been different <laughs> you can't deny it. But Joe Jow... <laughs> Facts. You did do stuff out there. And for that, you are the FCC man. of the week. I'm going to put you in touch with Troy. He's my man at the downtown office. He'll let you know what's up and what's down. The smash. Theplon, really risking it out there on a yellow. Puts his cleat a little bit through a guy. Could have been a red. Nick, do you know what I'm talking about? I Barco do. really I sold that thing.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that was... Kind of stupid at that point in the game we I believe that was right after we went up a man, yep. and it's like, what are you doing, man? Like it's at midfield the, I, I, was it p t Martinez is that who we found?
1: I thought it was Barco because he was the oh one yeah, player.
0: that's right it was it was Barco, so yeah, I mean Barco's backs towards him, he's facing his own Atlanta United goal. just felt kind of needless to come in with such force,
1: but you know what? maybe he's trying to send a message hell yeah, French message or French massage. Uh-huh. No, baby. Also, oh, you mad because I'm styling on him? Nick, I got nothing for styling on him. I thought you said in the text that you do have a styling on him. Besides, I do, I do. Frankie yeah, Kubo with shoulder. a little nifty
0: little was nutmeg. I don't know what what minute it was, but uh, got the ball. in off, offensive third, taking it on the Atlanta goal. Gets closed out a little bit. Just pops it right between the wickets of a Atlanta United player. And, uh, literally the best thing he's done the entire tournament.
1: And, uh, I loved it. Who was it? It cut out for me. Everyone else will hear it because you're recording it on your end, but who are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Kubo. Uh, Okay. Good. Stale old Kubo gets something positive. Styling down. on him with the nutmeg. It was a nice shot that he took, too, on that one. You know, he didn't give, didn't give uh, Guzan much time to think on that. But, you know, you got to wake up pretty early to beat him near post. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. We're talking about soccer. We're talking about soccer. Uh, I love styling on him, especially in these games where uh, we attempt to make no style. No <laughs> style. We're basically the the jorts of teams at the moment. So, (laughs) not a lot of styling on them going on. Actually, Zach was just saying we're kind of like the Bill Hicks of MLS right over here before we started. (laughs) Yep, dead on arrival. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Let's get into FCC Survivor. One of those will be right. You know the rules. Every week, each of us votes off somebody never to be seen this season again until we're left with one sole survivor. What does it all mean? A hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. At this point, voted out is Harris Madunian and Joe Jao, Greg Garza, Duplon V-Dubs, Vasquez, TT, Waston, Kubo. That's 10 people. That's a lot. Zach, you missed last week, so now it's your chance to get rid of someone from this game. I'll look at the, look at the stats the starting lineup and the subs this is hard when i can't see the list of people who are gone shit i did send you the google doc Ooh.
2: hold on one second
1: please i
0: tell you what i'll go while zach is researching please uh i'm gonna have to say and i really want to like i really want to like this guy i really do i like it already all right <laughs> vanderver
2: <laughs> No, nah, shit he's, already he's gone
0: already <laughs> <laughs> go ahead nick okay back okay <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with, and I apologize in advance to the man, but <laughs> Adrian Reggaeton.
3: Sorry, buddy.
1: We call him Regatone, around You're the off the.
0: Your you, Regatone is off the island. Uh, you just based like off Jimmy? the disclaimers.
1: Just based off of this performance. Wow, the man with the only assist of the game gets <laughs> fucking snuffed, brutally snuffed. <laughs> but I respect taking out one of the good guys. <laughs> Zach, after hearing that, where do we even go from here? What's your choice?
2: No, we'll get rid of Tom
1: Petterson. Wow. Tom Petterson in your fucking white shoes. Slow ass. Sorry, just kidding. (laughs) I love you, Tom. I made a banner for you. You're not going to listen to this. Um, Tom did sub into the game. Didn't see much from him either way. He makes me a little nervous. Probably just because we've seen him and uh, uh, Waston play together and it wasn't pretty. So I did not want a repeat of that folks there's not a lot of options caleb stanko you know it's the lesser of evils what can i say you were solid if not boring but that everybody was boring. but somebody's got to go and it's got to be you caleb stank go oh riveting so reggaeton patterson stanko you're the latest to get voted off fcc survivor and got a si- question i'm not gonna miss you please that's what this is here for Tom Patterson's Swedish, right? Very much so.
0: Okay. I was just gonna say the neutral white shoes make sense (laughs) Deep Swedish pool. (laughs) We will never forget World War II, Sweden Uh, You could have fooled me. (laughs) I'm glad I'm glad
1: I got that in there on this pod Well Zach's over here cracking up. It's hard to fight on cross-country skis. So can you really blame them? (laughs) Can't blame the Nordics Kevin save us from ourselves this is a minute on why don garber is the sexiest man in sports kevin your time starts right now
3: Like a single man walking into Subway, I gotta tell you, five subs is too many. At this point in soccer all over the world, there is no reason for five subs. Why do we have five subs? Because it was difficult getting back from the pandemic? Well, guess what? We're back from the pandemic. If you're not in game shape by now, you don't need the five substitutions. You need a better training regimen. You need better staffing. You need better discipline. You need something other than radically altering the rules of soccer. Three subs took the sport an incredibly long time to get to in fact it was a struggle to get one sub and then two subs and then three subs and all of a sudden we're fine with five subs it's a bailout to large teams that can afford large deep rosters so they can keep more players happy for longer it's an attempt to insert tv breaks into games and it's a way for iFab to feel like they're relevant we the fans need to make sure that five subs does not stick around iFab out (laughs)
1: Oh, baby! Mm. It was everything I, I, learned. I thought, and not learned a,
0: lot. a word more. Really didn't expect him to start defending Epstein like that. <laughs> I just watched the Netflix series. He's on my mind. <laughs> you love who you love.
1: <laughs> heart wants what the heart wants. We got to talk to the man. Everybody's waiting for him. Everyone's clamoring from him for him. He's the biggest guest we ever had, ever will have. And he's back again. It's a brand new edition of... Hey, Oh, that's right. The Beat Man himself, Chuck Hatch, joining us via, uh, not sure if he's in the bubble or not. I think he's back. (laughs) But uh, Chuck, how you doing? Chuck? Are you in the bubble or are you in Cincinnati? Chuck?
3: Hey,
2: hey. Hey, Jonah.
1: Good to be back. Great to have you. So pleased we're able to have you back chuck i'm
2: still coming down off this high
1: aren't we all i don't even know what day it is i saw the sec tweeted it out they said still thinking about the game check out the highlights again be honest i wasn't <laughs> i've moved on <laughs> uh but chuck easy question this is a layup was this the most important win in fcc's history
2: well let's put it into context shall we yes most wins ever in a usl season Eighteen thousand season ticket deposits last season Five different managers, all leading up to this one moment. This is what we've been playing for. It all came down to this, and we pulled it off. So I don't know. You tell me.
1: <laughs> you make a pretty compelling case. Uh, you also called this a coaching master class. Sure did. I'm a little afraid. Did Yostom just coach his way out of Cincinnati and onto something bigger?
2: The big dogs are going to come calling. There's no doubt about it. You can't watch this and think, no, we're happy with our guy. Pep's on the hot seat. Um, who else is even in the same <laughs> league as Yapstam at this point? I don't even know who else to say. Um, He's a
1: Man U legend. Should we say, is it almost a lock if Ali Gunnar doesn't get Man U into Champions League? Do we write his name on Old Trafford tomorrow?
2: Well... I just got off the phone with Meg Whitman, and we are confident that we can keep him. I don't want to talk numbers here, but they are big, and he's not going anywhere.
1: How many Quibbies is he worth to you? <laughs> Chuck? <laughs> Sorry to stump you. Chuck, the camaraderie we've seen between teammates <laughs> since this tournament has begun has been off the charts. My God, the camaraderie. its Is it going too far to say that COVID-19 has been a good thing for this team?
2: I wouldn't say so. If I could go back eight months, would I change anything about the state of the world? I don't think so, because that's what brought us here to this victory. No COVID. We might not win this game. It's all part Mm -hmm. of God's plan. All part of Linder's plan. All part of Stapp's plan.
1: Am I going too far by saying, by order of the butterfly effect, you have a chance to kill baby Hitler? Do you take the shot knowing everything is no, led to no
2: okay. no jonah no you don't change a thing you don't change a fucking thing they tell me i can go back in time i say no i'm not going anywhere i'm right where i want to be in the job i've always dreamed of surrounded by people that i love a president that i respect an owner that i adore and a manager that i worship
1: i bet knowing you the way i do chuck If you could go back at all, you'd go back one minute before Frankie's goal so you could watch it live one more time. True Uh, or false?
2: No, I mean, you couldn't be more right.
1: (laughs) I feel that. I feel like you're getting emotional. One downside of corona, if there is one, has been the impact it's had on the elderly. Not being able to see their families face-to-face and the feeling of isolation. What's your feeling on that?
2: Well, the thing about that is... There's not many elderly putting down deposits for the new club seats at West End Stadium. So to say I care would be a stretch. Fair. Fair. Now... Sorry, I'm sorry, Jonah. Could you not Can you not run with that?
1: Absolutely. I'll cut that in post. Um, what odds, and I think I already know, would you give FCC of advancing deep into the MLS is back tournament?
2: Well, you know, it's hard to say. I need to have a talk with Stam. If we advance to the finals and win, that was the plan. But he might think we're better off heading back home to the Milford Training Center, working on some of the ins and outs and moving pieces of the team and just getting ready for our first game at West End Stadium. So if we crash out, it's just part of the plan.
1: One last question, get you out of here on this. Riding a gondola on a peaceful day in Venice Or cruising with your windows down the back roads of Milford. What do you pick?
2: Well, I'm stumped, but if I'm on a gondola in the middle of Venice, can I look deep into the eyes of a young Frankie Amaya? Feel the love we share for one another? Speak words unspoken?
1: Oh, Charlie Hatch probably the most powerful edition we got the beat we've had so far any final thoughts for all your fans and the sec fans of the world out there listening across the globe on radio online picking up the signal
2: yeah pablo mauer never dave flexner forever wait
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i think i'm
2: that about do it for me
1: (laughs) charlie hatch God, each time we get a little more revealed. I think by well, the next <clears throat> time we have him on, he might give us our, his ATM code. This guy's living <laughs> <laughs> out there. Nick, were you listening to
0: that? It was really moving. Uh, I just feel, once again, just the insight that pours out of his mouth um, just changes the way that I look at this club every day.
1: Truly thankful. I'm sorry I didn't let you ask a question, Nick. I kind of I get in the zone there for a second. No, that's quite all right. I think you covered all the important topics. so um, Let's top things off with Potpourri. Um, the only thing I had on Potpourri was Tom Bogart's tweet. <laughs> I talked about that. Jeez Louise. But FCC wins. MLS is back. Zach, how about you? I asked this question. I posed this question to Nick last <laughs> week Crowd noise, yes. Crowd noise, no. You've heard them both. So I haven't heard the crowd noise on okay. MLS yet. So, <laughs>
2: um, And the EPL, they seem to do it pretty good. It kind of ebb and flows with the game. My idea, which, no, did someone else present this idea? And I'm running with it. But, sure. um I don't know if you're familiar with the way they shot the movie Les Mis. Roughly, <laughs> that, I am. Um, there was a piano player listening to the vocals through an earpiece, and the singers were allowed to make the songs their own slow down where they'd like to speed up where they'd like to um and then the music follows the vocals could we not have a live orchestra just following the game and the conductor just moves the music along as the game
1: ebbs and flows i have had that thoughts i don't think i share them in public so i cannot claim those my own but music background music I think it could be done. I think it could be done tastefully, beautifully. I don't know if it's classical or like orchestral, I should say, or if it's more electronic, uh, something gentle. But like I was saying to Nick before, I don't want to hear the hum of the air conditioner, the beep of a food truck backing up. Give me something else. I prefer FS1. They also have this slightly more positive Stu Holden, unless he's watching FCC play. Music, yay or nay. You know? Maybe with acoustic guitar. I've never thought about it before,
0: but I will say this. I think if you had music that was a little bit more ambient in nature, a little bit more flowing, Mm. I think it could work. I, I think it's a good idea. I've never thought about it. We're thinking about it now, and so are
1: the listeners.
0: Well, I can tell you what believe. Zach's cat's thinking about right now. He's been thinking about tuning through cat, uh, Zach's uh, guitar qu- chords over here for the past 15 minutes. So. He's
1: inside
2: my kick drum. I might just start
1: pounding that thing. <laughs> Double bass. <laughs> Hope he likes Scentless Apprentice, <laughs> the song. <laughs>
2: I was going to do that uh, Poison the Well.
0: Absolutely. Hey, I want to bring up something. Is it about time? Uh, what do you think? What do you think? of the idea and I don't know if it was the Queen City War Pigs that came up with it I'm not sure who came up with the idea about potentially having the tournament every year where someone could qualify for Champions League if they won the tournament I thought it was a cool idea I know Zach will have a
1: strong opinion (laughs) just kidding Um, (laughs) I say to any idea like that why not I see no reason not to as long as we get uh, the appropriate amount of home games and it doesn't take away from that in our brand new stadium, why not? MLS well, is isn't, back. What do you get when you win the U.S. Open Cup? Yes, true. I think you get a Champions League spot. Okay,
0: so. That is true. So, However, I think the one, the one cool idea was, and I think this was from Queen City War Pigs, was, was have the tournament in Florida, have the tournament occur during the winter months, so, you're kind of like opening the season up a little bit and having a month for the tournament in Florida.
1: Maybe everything will seem different when, uh, you know, they could play real games. You, you sound them? really excited. You if sound really excited about the <laughs> Even no, Beth Smith is no, yawning no. right now. Have you watched any USL highlights? It's kind of weird seeing them play at stadiums. I haven't watched. I will, though. I'd like to go. <laughs>
2: We're one mistake away from them being my team, so <laughs> I should pay attention.
1: On the field or off? Off. <laughs> if we have one more bad turnover, I'm killing this team. Soccer, soccer, soccer. So what time is the next, the next 8, eight p.m., right? I'm not, I am not. believe so. Did you see this other Charlie Hatch article? Frankie Amaya is having a break. <laughs> breakout 2020. <laughs> <laughs> is he?
3: Do you remember Wait, having, is that one real? Because I saw that oh, someone real, said that baby. on
1: Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> it's as real as it gets
0: oh geez uh,
2: yes
1: wednesday 8 8 p.m just checked well i'll be there uh, oh other soccer news you see three of the teams expansion teams got delayed a year for their entry into mls due to things like stadium and covid to which i say look at us we're in mls
0: I made a post on Reddit in the Sacramento Republic. Um <laughs> I forum. saw that.
1: I stumbled upon you.
0: Did you see what I yeah. So I was, thought uh, I was like, making
1: a pre- <laughs> gave you a little smart ass response.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought I was making a pretty solid point. I was like, look, I know you're bummed because like it's a 2023 start for you guys, but honestly, time is on your side, the time is what you need, you need to get things in order, blah, 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 you know, I mean, I mean, we're basically experts in Cincinnati about this whole process at this point, but yeah, so I just kind of threw that out there, got some blanks for it, but then this guy came in, he just yap-stammed me with this masterclass response, and, uh, well, I don't see how that makes any sense, blah, 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 going on, we've been in the USL for six years, blah, 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 and, you know, And I, I, I still, to this point, I don't... I. I don't even know what the point he was trying to make. Did you did you see the response?
1: Did you gather any type of... I just think nobody wants to be associated with Cincinnati. <laughs> They're like, we're not like Cincinnati. Say, Fuck you. <laughs> we, took, uh, we took the Minnesota thing and we just took it to a whole other level. <laughs> we're not like Minnesota. But, you know, short run-up time, terrible first season. But, you know, if we didn't get in then, I think we would have gotten in eventually. But we might have had to wait another two years, two, three years. Folks, we might not even be alive then. So... <laughs> We get to see some MLS's back action. That's why Tom Booger can blow it out his boogie butt because we got to <laughs> suck in everything we can while we can.
0: <laughs> so a which which of, the, which of the new expansion teams do you think will fare, hopefully worse than us, in their inaugural season?
1: I think we were a special kind of bad. I'm going to be Louis. honest with you. St. Louis.
0: St. Louis. Do we think any of those four teams will fare worse than us? I'm going to say no. No. Mm.
2: I think, that hurts I think
1: our record might stand forever <laughs> <laughs> how about you guys anything besides soccer corona life
2: I haven't been on since I uh, had to miss a week of work under quarantine I had a co test positive we ride in a truck together every single day so um, naturally I had to go get tested and then wait six days for my results and uh, I was negative a test
0: is a real fucking bummer, though. Nick, have you been tested? I have. I tested positive for this game coming up on Wednesday. I think <laughs> we're going to... Uh, I think we have a little bit more confidence coming out. And uh, <laughs> Are you nervous talking about COVID tests? You really just blew past... Zach has... He, he doesn't want to so, tell me because he's inside my house. <laughs> no, so we had, we had a guy leave at our... UPS facility we're working in right now, and he said he wasn't feeling good, blah, blah, blah. Said he wasn't feeling good for two weeks, but he just ended up telling somebody after two weeks. So he left, and they instituted a policy that everyone working in the building contractor-wise, which is us, has to wear a mask, and none other people have to wear a mask. So we're in a facility. All contractors have to wear a mask. All their personnel do not have to wear a mask. And I'm trying to understand the logic there. By the way, the guy who got his test. He came back negative, so we're good. There's no uh no positives around me. So, but I do I do want to ask the question. Does the logic add up for you if half the people in the building have to wear a mask and the other half don't? I'm Look, he's le- taking
1: control of this podcast now. <laughs> I'm worried for you breathing in all that CO2 unnecessarily. <laughs> so, that makes you more sick than corona does. It's basically like you're huffing on a car's exhaust. So, yeah, it doesn't make sense, Nick. So I've been wearing a mask eight hours a day for the last two years and uh I'm doing alright,
2: except for my stroke.
1: Probably mask related, if we want to be completely honest about it thing I don't understand about mask truthers is you're not wearing it at home. You're not wearing it 24 hours a day. It's like you just go in a grocery store and you wear a mask and you really think CO2, like, I compared it to Halloween. Like, do you think kids are just dying constantly on Halloween because they're wearing a mask over their face? Listen, I'm preaching to the choir here, although Dave Flexner did listen to the podcast. So just goes to show you, maybe I'm not preaching to the choir. (laughs) I've got some disagreeers out there, including the cat. But uh, yeah, currently this podcast is 100% COVID free. But for how long? I don't know. Amelia, I hate cats too. Just so you
2: know. I don't want this thing. Still can't believe
0: Amelia's not a cat person. She got mad one time because she was talking about potatoes and I brought up asparagus. And uh, (laughs) man, fucking set her off. Not happy. Because it was so off topic? No, she's just loves like I'm potatoes. talking about potatoes here, man. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And I was like, well, I was just like saying, man, like, you know, there's other. It's another food. It's, yes, you can, you can eat these other vegetables and whatever and, and uh, fucking not having it at all. So, Amelia, if you're listening. <laughs> That's geez. my Amelia.
1: I love popsicles. Nick's like, yeah, yeah, I love scrambled eggs. <laughs> Fuck, I can't. Who could blame her? <laughs> Nick does suck. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, headline this one from bone app no i did a Bone Appetit one last week didn't i <laughs> i don't remember it but wow it was hilarious i'm sure zach how about you any last things to get off my chest how happy are you your brother is a pool great pool days you know
2: oh yeah thank god because our go-to pool is taking reservations but you gotta be like a week out i don't know what i want to do in a week will it be raining will i be tired i'm not reserving a spot at a pool
1: yeah, I feel bad with the next-door neighbors that we're friendly with. They have a look in their eye. They're waiting for a pool. <laughs> I haven't put it out there. In fact, I've instructed Mayor not to put it out there. It's just a lot on my plate, you know. I say you can swim when we're not there, but, like, we're always there. And, like, what if, like, I say you can swim in the afternoon we're not using the pool, but then, like, I just get that vibe. Maybe I do want to swim. I can't risk it. There's only so many days, let's be honest, in our lives. Do you want to give up a pool day? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I do not. They went on a short vacation and said, uh, oh, feel free to use the trampoline. They got a big netted off trampoline. Anytime you want, you know, use the trampoline. I'm like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> and yeah, you're it's a little too obvious. And also, you know, it's like saying, you offer me your Razor scooter, and I'm supposed to say, yeah, here, use my Ducati. Like, it's not <laughs> the same... A trampoline is old. Usually, like in a few seconds. Let's be real. And if it's young kids, they're smacking their face really quick. A pool, my God, we're talking about a pool here, and it is hot, folks. Who wants to be humid and hot, bouncing on a trampoline? How dare you even make the offer, even though you said nothing about the pool? I know pool was on your mind. Nick, do you have a pool?
0: <laughs> my parents do. Does that count?
1: Do it. They? Does it? Does it. Yeah, my parents do. Did you have a childhood pool or was that a, a later thing? We did. Life thing? We
0: did for a little while until I was like in fifth grade and we ripped it out and we put like a, a deck with a hot tub in. And so I had a hot tub, which was oh, great. Yeah. And then they got rid of the hot tub and put a pool back in. So <laughs> That's hilarious. yeah, they can't make their, their
1: mind over there. What time when did you get the hot tub? How old were you about?
0: Uh, I was actually I was probably closer to high school. Okay. But I was probably I was probably about fourteen.
1: Nick Thompson, give me your best high school hot tub story. (laughs) What's the one, the whole East Arcadia gang was over and so was Macaulay high school field hockey team. What happened? Um, well, one of my best friends, um,
0: yes, came over. He has a younger sister, which was a year younger than him. And, um, yeah, we were all hanging out in a hot tub and, uh, (laughs) Man (laughs) He headed inside Because I don't know Something was going on And um, Well (laughs) He came back out He wasn't happy Because We were making out So That's as good as it gets I don't have anything better than that You made out with your buddy's Little sister And he came back out Yeah I was like Are you an asparagus She's like I love
1: fucking asparagus And we just start kissing (laughs) it's been his line ever since i did have we had we had the friend who always had the parties in high school and they had the hot tub and just the hot tub was just always gross it had to be just the amount of people we shoved in there and just the filth not sexual filth just literal filth. (laughs) it really felt for that hot tub i don't know this for a fact but i know for a thought Nick's got one other story that he's taken to his grave from that hot tub. <laughs> While he thinks
2: about it, uh, I'm sure you remember Jonah. Me, Jonah, and our friend John all rented this house in Mount Airy, close to Nick's former high school. Yes. And um, we had a Ponderosa. hot tub. Yes, yeah, on Ponderosa off of uh, North Bend, right? Yep. That's it. And um, we're going to clean out the hot tub and get some new chemicals for it get it going for the first time. And John talked to our landlord, Reed, who's an older man and asked him and reed said oh i've never cleaned it out <laughs> I was like oh i love it he, he said he would shave in in there <laughs> can you fucking imagine <laughs> i guess it would open your pores but he was just saying like yeah go for it and then john was like what do you use to clean it out how often do you drain it i was like oh never never it's <laughs> like oh god so we emptied it scrubbed it filled it up and uh that first night, hopped in, way too hot, and I it was the only time in my life I passed out in the kitchen and fell down.
1: <laughs> you know what? I will defend Reed on one thing. Cleaning out the water, probably not necessary. You probably do leave the if water. If you shave in. in it. Okay, that's fair. Well, it should fill, there's, there's some sort of filtration going on, but sure. I'm, I'm curious. It's a mental thing. Yeah, I'm also curious how much chemicals situation Reed was doing on there. But Nick, when you're ready, maybe episode 100, which is coming on fast, you give us that Mm -hmm. last hot tub story that you thought you were taking to your grave. Okay, but you're not going to
0: pull it out. I I got something. I'm just kind of, just kind of holding on to, and uh, I just need to be able to present this in the right way. But I will throw this one in 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 here. This is this is this is kind of like a um, off-brand hot tub story, so it's not that good. But so how prevalent? Everyone's kind of been in a hot tub at some point, right? I mean, would you think? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like this super exclusive, like whatever, like experience. So working with my cousin one time and uh, I was like, yeah, whenever my friend's house, he's watching his neighbor's house and his neighbor has a hot tub. So I got in and, you know, and, you know, our girlfriends got in. We just kind of got in and had a good time. We were just having some drinks and stuff. I was like, you know, just like uh, hanging out in a hot tub. Like, you know, you've done that before. He's like, he looks at me and he's like, Sorry. I don't get to live that kind of life,
3: <laughs> like,
0: like uh, I got guess, I like you know, I, I'm like this uh, privileged. You're like, the one percent.
1: Yeah, well, that, right, exactly. I mean, I feel like I can picture a hot tub at a trailer park. Like, if you have like one built in next to your pool, it's like all nice. It's one thing, but like, I feel like you could be pretty pretty not well off and live in the country or something and still have a hot tub it's not that
0: right big. and it was like it wasn't even like my friends It was like he was neighbor like he was neighbor like a house sitting his neighbor's house and they happen to have one and so
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh, linder was a super he was super nice he uh bought his pizza and stuff and went on his way Joan has a great hot tub story which he told in
2: his very first podcast
1: good friends radio good friends radio. <laughs> how many
2: listeners did
1: you guys have Uh, six it's like a lot of our friends listen especially I don't know if you remember Wes him specifically he was like it's the funniest you guys gotta keep (laughs) we're basically just doing it for him yeah it's always
2: good when someone whose whose nickname is (laughs) is a fan
1: of your show (laughs) god he was falsely accused Um, but the, the best part about the hot tub story actually was that it was at Red River Gorge and there was a bunch of us and they we lost their deposit (laughs) she said never in my life have i seen a hot tub so disgusting and i don't know what exactly that entailed but yeah we lost the deposit over that hot tub that tom had sex in nick final thoughts on the week that was let's move on excited for the opportunity to move on in the tournament
0: never thought it was possible but i'm gonna say here what i said in our last podcast which ended up Leading to us winning, Ooh. which is we're going to lose to the New York Red Bulls. <laughs> we're not going to advance. I just want to make that statement. So we could if lose. The universe works like it does with me.
1: We could lose in advance. Maybe seeing ourselves in a second round. So. You know that, right? It's possible at this point. I, top two of every group are going to move on, and then four the top two third place. Four oh. out of the six third place teams are going to move on. Oh shit! So, so we are currently so if we tie, second out of all the teams that have played two games that I see there's a game there's a game tonight okay. I don't know if you saw this headline <laughs>
2: nope this is not a joke I think Hatch might be a uh, helping Pat Brennan right lately absent top scorers FC Cincinnati attack has done just enough at MLS's back tournament <laughs> one goal <laughs> two games <laughs> two games
1: uh, I'm sure they're friends and I'm sure uh they, they do are puzzles void, for sure. <laughs> they do blank puzzles. <laughs> All white puzzles. <laughs> Just sit there and <gasps> stare for hours. <laughs> it's like, oh, I found one. <laughs> and I got another <laughs> one. Nope, that doesn't go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Down um. to
3: the-
0: Zach, Zach
1: knew what I was saying. <laughs> it's the claws. The claws are speaking. Alright, I'm done. Um okay, Zach, your final thoughts. I really needed this. <laughs> you know who else did? The fans. They've been clamoring silently. Yeah. Put a bow on it. What?
0: <laughs> okay. Um Okay. So here's the situation. We've got a game Wednesday, eight PM. I know I've covered <laughs> you this already. Recapping everything? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay. Frankie Myas scored I'll just... a goal.
1: What else? Um <laughs> I didn't say... Joe
0: Jow, I just looked wonderful that first half. Two yellows, no. a straight red... Here's the thing. ...and, stoppage
1: and time. a partridge and a pear
0: tree. If you're listening to me right now on this podcast, I'm telling you, keep the faith. We have brighter days coming. The man mm-hmm. who just predicted a loss.
1: Keep the faith.
2: <laughs> I hope he doesn't think he's going to watch El Trafico at my house. This is literally going to be the thing. <laughs> get, I I get, was straight, straight, get straight in that car.
1: Uh, I saw there was some article some article debating El Trafico between the fans and that a lot of the fans hate the name or whatever. It's like, just it's baked in the cake, baby. Yeah. Leave I it. think so. Yeah. Um, same. No. For El Trafico. Oh, for I thought Personally for, or
2: for. I think the team somehow.
1: My final thoughts. <laughs> protect your nib <nip-ops. laughs> <laughs> At all costs. No, was, yeah, you summed it up. For me. <laughs> Shouts to Gabe. Wherever you are, Gabe. Joe Jow again, this first half. No. Um, I'm,
0: d- I'm done. Zach, last words? I love you all. Have a good evening.
1: All right. All right. All right. Amelia, God, bless. What's good? God, bless, God bless America. God, God, God. Love God. Love God. God. Big time God. Big time
2: God. God. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: us up, you'll find we're history, and if you stay in our dark corner, don't forget to bring along your top ten list.